Oh no! I'm being recorded! You have lost your mind. You ever watch Sopranos? You ever get into the show? I never got into the show. Um, I saw a few episodes. I I was like, okay. I'm, other than, there, I mean, there were a lot of actors on the show that I respected and I enjoyed watching, but I never really got into the show that much. It just wasn't my kind of thing, really. The, uh, I could see that not being uh, the type of thing that your family would get down with. <laughs> now, opposites attract because that's just the type of thing that I get down with. You know what I mean? Um, it's vulgar humanity stuff. It's one of those things. Like, I don't think the, the Hawks are good, good-hearted, great people. That <laughs> they don't like they don't like show. They know there's ugly out there in the world, but they don't exactly like showcasing it in their living room. And I respect yeah. that to the I respect that to the fullest. Well, but on the other hand, there's well, people like well, I mean, I mean, the thing is, for example, like in my mom's case, yeah, uh, she grew up in a very tough, you know, town where this kind of New stuff. York, New Jersey, not New in the Jersey. 70s? With Tony, she grew up with Tony Soprano, that type of tough, huh? Cracking nuts, uh, mother. Uh, you gonna talk to broken well, jaws? Uh. Well, dude, 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 you saw the uh, the movie, uh, the uh, um, uh, kill the Irishman. Yes. Okay, that was where where mom, my mom, kind of grew up. I mean, all that shit was happening when she was growing up, and it was. That, you know, mentality that, you know, uh, cars blown up and, and, and all that stuff. Really? So, so this kind of stuff always kind of – my mom can't watch anything like this because it reminds her too much of the town she grew up in. All the people she killed? <laughs> Not quite. So it's like, a, it's like, a, like a Vietnam vet watching, you know, Platoon or something and getting, so, getting so having the- to leave the room. Something like that. That's that's. For some um, reason, I, I picture your mother walking with like a dude in the trench coat, uh, the furry trench coat, walking down the street, and they and, and they point to a guy walking his dog, and they say, "That guy's got to go." And your mom walks over and spins around and whistles to him. He turns three three shots point blank right in the chest. Forget about it. She steps up to him. He's he's down there, choking on blood, spitting up blood. You know what I mean? And she pulls out even bigger caliber pistol and she aims it right at his teeth, blows his <laughs> head apart. She says Well well, yeah, that 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 nah, nah. Now she can't hear this because she would definitely be traumatized by that story. Um but it's safe to say that Hawk Soprano um was a real thing running the streets. <laughs> you know, um I won't tell, you know, I know you, yeah, I know about the witness protection thing, so I'm not going to go too <laughs> deep into, into the story here of, of, of Hawk Soprano, but yeah, I, on the other hand, I, I enjoy the Sopranos at the Sopranos was a great show, quite possibly one of the greatest shows ever put to the television. Um, but I've always loved those mafia, violent, crazy, dark side of the world stuff, you know, and it definitely was that. Um, Tony, you know, the Tony Soprano character, uh, 
he's likable, but very anti-hero. He's very, he's kind of a, dis- he's despicable as much as he is likable. Um, does a lot of terrible things. You know, he comes from a weird, weird and wild place, which he'll get into with this. Um, you know, the Sopranos, the show, uh, for anybody out there that hasn't seen the show, I'd recommend it, but it looks like you don't exactly need to know, need to have seen the show to watch this. This is more like the up, the upcoming, but you know, there's a famous ending that a lot of people hate. Um, I love the ending. I think that the way they ended the Sopranos was probably the best way to end the Sopranos. If you want to think of a show that ended terribly, think of like big love with the great late Bill Paxton. Um, and I always say it was the terrible ending because you could literally predict you seen that ending walking down the street fucking four years ahead of time. You know what I mean? And, um, but back to Newark, New Jersey folks. So like going into this, when I heard the son was going to be playing Tony Soprano, I thought it was very, I don't know. I didn't really know much about the kids, so I couldn't really, I, I did go to see, he, he did, he has acted before, but I kind of feel like if your father is fucking Gandolfini, you are going to act. There's going to be work for you. You know what I mean? And that's no shot at anybody. It's just the blessing of being the kid of Gandolfini. You know what I mean? Um, if, if James Gand, if I was Matthew Gandolfini, um, I would probably have, uh, I probably would have had a good job on, on the, the saints of Newark. Maybe even I could have directed it. Um, I probably definitely could have been associate producer and at the very least collected, you know, got, got the big, bigger people, you know, uh, just made them happy throughout the day and kind of nice credit. You know what I mean? But he, you know, so my deal was not knowing if he was the right gentleman for the gentle job for a gentle giant, like Tony Soprano, you know what I mean? Um, I wonder if he was the, I know that unfortunately one of the, Gandolfini's sons found him so I kind of wonder if this was the son and if it was that kind of brings a little bit more of an element to it for me Um, because he actually does know how Tony Soprano does he's the only person Uh, I like that (laughs) but the uh, I I, I was looking forward to this trailer I seen the trailer and I was like yo that does look like Tony Soprano he's got the father uh, he has his father's looks, of course. There's certain scenes in this trailer that if if you were to tell me that there was some CGI, like they added some of that Irishman CGI to make him look more like his father, uh, I, you know, I'd say, all right, because he looked, there's, you know, the scene with him and the dude and they're looking at the speakers, you know what I mean? That scene, the way he looks is looks just like his old man, you know what I mean? But, yeah, this will be fun. Uh, I think this is going to be a fun time, uh, a fun romp, if you will. You know what I mean? You know, I also uh, have been have been on the record as saying I think it's way too long. They took way too long for this. And I do kind of feel like it's been lengthy. But to the reaction that it's getting and the vibe of it, you know, it's good. It looks good. So I think if you're going to release a good quality thing, it's okay to – it's okay to like, you know, take a little while if, if you, when you get back, you're going to do it. Like an issue with it is, you know, Robin Rodriguez got nothing but love from the boom cast on every day of the week. But for this split second right here, 
we must say that, you know, they waited too long to do Sin City 2, and uh, it wasn't a good payoff for Sin City 2. You know what I mean? But with this, haven't seen it yet. But I will say that thus far, uh, thus far it looks solid. You know what I mean? It's one of those deals. Period piece, of course. You know what I mean? In good old Newark, New Jersey. This is, it's like the story of, uh, of Artie Lang. You know what I mean? Artie Lang's dad. This is the story of it stops off, starts right off with him being angry uh, in the phone booth, you know, dropping that notorious, notorious Tony line that he would often tell people for grabbing them and strangling them unconscious or beating them, beating them senselessly. I'm surprised you don't get down with the Sopranos because uh, I think you'd like it. If you had a little more violent films in your diet, <laughs> I think it might be a, a, the, healthy, the, a healthy dose. The of thing is, I got, I, I got no problem with violent movies. I mean, heck, I, I, there's a lot of violent movies that I like. But, you know, the Sopranos, I, like I said, I really didn't get into it. I wasn't right. a huge fan. It, it had nothing to do with the violence. It just, you know, just... You know, that, that, that under underbelly life, that seedy life of a gangster doesn't interest you at all? No, not really. Really? No. I always found that life to be interesting, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, um, it's the closest thing to maybe cowboy, rebellious, uh, just do what you want to do. Uh, lifestyle, you know what I mean? It, yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong, that is appealing, but I mean, the thing is that it, it's it's like the old saying, live uh, by the sword, die by the sword. Well, I, that's part of the beauty of it, for sure, but the there's like a weird unity in it that I really appreciate, where you have all these guys that are they're, they're, they're their own men, you know what I mean? Like, they don't let anybody tell them what to do, for the most yeah, part, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I mean, I mean... But, uh, but, yeah... For but the most you know, part, they're, they're, they're friggin' uh, beaming psychopaths. Well, that that comes with the territory. I mean, well, with, yeah, within... but I mean, I mean, it's the thing is, even yeah. when I'm watching like extremely violent movies or TV shows and all that, there has to be something redeeming about the person, something that I can be like, okay, I. This character definitely has a very dark side and, and all of that, but there's something redeeming about that person that I actually give a rat's ass what happens. If to. you watched, I, I hear I, you. I don't. I don't. I mean, I could care less. Well, I hear you. This is the deal. If you watched it, I think you'd like it. Gandolfini uh, was fantastic. You know, he was, he was great. There's a handful of things that I remember him being fucking incredible in. Um, I think you'd enjoy it. Sopranos is one of them. He is like a despicable character, you know, it, it, but it, it's done kind of good where like, uh, yeah, like they don't really paint him to be a hero. It's, 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 it's nicely done. I think you'd like it. Judging by some of the, whenever we talk about some of the darker shows that you like, um, I, I, you know, I do think that Sopranos is something I figured you, you, I, I thought you would probably vibe with, you know what I mean? But it, it, to each his own, you know what I yeah. mean. To each his own, my friend. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, like I said, I uh, and looking at this trailer, I mean, he had good I, elements. There was elements where he was, 
you know, he was never really quite a good dude, but you'd see him do, you know, there's a, you know, and I, I don't want to tease, but for anybody out there, I mean, he, he has humane sides, you know, there, you know, he's an animal lover, you know, he appreciates <laughs> animals more than people, you know what I mean? If somebody's in the, if somebody's getting a little too fucked up, he will step in uh, if he can, so to speak, if he's in that position to do it. But he wasn't a good dude, you know what I mean? He, it was almost like a, there was an inner battle within him to try and, be, try and be not good, but try and be middle of the road in a, in a world where people are just off the deep end. You know, He tried to at least be in the waist deep water while everybody else was over their heads, so to speak. But he was definitely not on land with regular folk. He, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Ray Liotta's in this. Now, Ray Liotta, I love to death, of course. But the thing with Ray Liotta is, like, he's so played out because he – don't get me wrong. There's a lot of great things he's done, you know what I mean, and within the gangster genre and, and out of it, you know what I mean. But there's something about Ray Liotta. He's just, just – it's like every, every mafia movie with a budget over, like, 500000 or $700,000, like, had Ray Liotta in it. And I, what happened is I think that he looks at it like a payday and he's like, oh, well, well, I'm, I'm making money. But and that's one of those situations where I think that actually hurts the legacy a little bit, because when I see Ray Liotta in a respectable thing like this, I, I hate to say it, but like you see him in so much kind of bad shit that like it's almost like. It takes down the, you know, people go, oh, shit, they're going to see Ray Liotta and go Goodfellas and then go and get hyped over it. But it doesn't happen. People see Ray Liotta and they think of like the 50 Cent Mafia movies he did for fucking whoever the fuck, you know what I mean? Like because he needed the money or whatever. It's unfortunate, but I think that's more of the vibe. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think of Ray Liotta and go, oh, shit, Goodfellas, like I should. I go and think of Ray Liotta and go, I see Ray Liotta and go, I wonder what fucking movie he did for 1200 bucks earlier this week. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I shouldn't think that. And I love Ray Liotta. And I, and I hate to say this. And if it comes off as beef, I do apologize because I love Ray Liotta. And I love him in more than just mobster movies. But I think he kind of put himself in a place or maybe his agent put himself in a place where, which that might have been the most, fucking condemning thing we've ever said on the Boombasticast is insulting an agent, not insulting the actual fucking celebrity. That could have been the most hot water thing we've ever done. But like, I, unfortunately for Ray, I do feel that some of his choices kind of hurt him. And I will never bring that up on the show. If we were ever lucky enough to get him, <laughs> I will admit that right now. You want to talk about actors that are intimidating when that dude turns it on, he can, he it's like Harvey Keitel where the look of fucking psychopath that he can he can push is incredible, um, phenomenal. Something about it. I don't know if it's living life or what it is, but Ray Liotta's got that madman look. Unlawful entry, baby. That's what Ray Liotta's all about. And uh, if I had an opportunity to work with Ray, that's what I would push with Ray. Some psychological thriller that's like make Abel Ferreira go, ooh, shit. I'd love to see Abel Ferreira and him work together. That'd be cool. I could see that being nice. And Ray Liotta, uh, you know, Abel Ferreira's making very, like, low-budgeted Hollywood, low-budget, but but smaller films that are perfect for Ray Liotta's uh, income expectations. 
So with, they should definitely link up because I would love to see that. Imagine Ray Liotta and like Willem Dafoe. And if a Ferreira got walking to come back, those three doing like some weird, not mobster, but like bad dude, just bad side of the track dudes that like are gathering together for one last wild caper. And this caper is like dark as shit too. Like it wouldn't play for Hollywood. It'd be something that like in their twisted minds isn't bad, but you as a regular, like the Hawk family will not be watching this film Sunday afternoon. You know what I mean? Like this is a movie that would give your mom Duke's flashbacks big time. Maybe even your dad Duke's. That's how traumatic it would be. But um, yeah, I mean, like I said, I mean, I wasn't a big fan of, of the Sopranos. I mean, looking at this, I mean, I'll give give uh, credit to the son that he definitely looks the part, and right. he seems to you know you know fit uh, fit the uh, Tony Soprano's shoes. But I mean, in in the clips in the trailers, it just seems to me like another run of the mill you know gangster TV show. Well, you know why? Probably because that's it's what it is. is. Yeah, that's what it is. But which you know, which is okay, nothing against it, but you know, it's nothing to you know, you know, get me excited. I was like, oh, I gotta watch this. I, I mean, be- yeah, I believe this is coming to Netflix too. Yeah. I thought I seen that, which is weird, kind of weird because Sopranos was HBO owned, but as you can tell, it's not the Sopranos. It's a, it's a d- different name, so. Maybe that's why the, it went, we, we had to wait so long because they had to go elsewhere for however, more money or however they wanted to do it, whatever the story was, you know. David Chase, of course, still doing it, creator and all that good stuff. But, yeah, uh, as a fan of the show, I'll definitely be checking out even more so now if it, if it really is on Netflix. Maybe I have that info wrong, but I feel it was going somewhere that streams or, or someone who streams made it. Um, something like that. If theaters get up and going again, bumping again, it might do a run in the theaters because they'll probably they'll probably be like a, a push for an Academy Award type deal. I think I'm sure they're probably gonna they're probably gonna you know uh, try and get the, the kid nominated. You know what I mean? How they get out there and really push. I think whoever's backing whoever's backing that film is probably gonna be pushing. Michael Gandolfini for a uh, Best Actor nomination. You know what I mean? But, yeah, so I, I will be looking out for it. The Hawkman won't be looking out for it. <laughs> but uh, he should be. He should be. Maybe if he if he, if he he gets into The Sopranos from now till then, he'll, uh, he'll get down. <laughs> okay, okay. I'll watch it if they call me up and ask me to be on the next season. They're over, homie. They've been over for, like, fucking ten years. That's why it's been so long. The closest you had is, I think, Frankie and Bagamo uh, almost was on an episode of The Sopranos. I think that's the closest you'll ever get, my friend. Oh, well. But, you know, there's a, some there are some Italian actors from Boston that, you know, worked their way over up that way and uh, have appeared in The Sopranos. So... Maybe you'll maybe you'll be able to shake hands with one of them guys, and then I can say, "Well, that's the closest. <laughs> the, that's the closest you'll ever be to being in the Sopranos." But you should have been in the Sopranos. 
If they asked me, I would have gave you would have been a great like fucking working at a porn store. Like <laughs> like a dude like they they get in there. You would have worked for Sons of Anarchy too. This all is interchangeable with Sons of Anarchy, where you like you sell the Hawkman sells porno uh, that he shouldn't be selling behind the counters. And uh, what wh- wh- why is uh, I, I mean I know I know somebody. I know I look like Ron Jeremy, okay, yeah. but uh, I I I didn't think that uh, I I was already typecast as the CD uh, porn adult uh, uh, proprietor. When he means seedy, he means the seed on the gene stains next <laughs> to his lap. Yeah, maybe, maybe I should uh, put it on my resume. Like, hey, you're looking for a seedy, you know, adult uh, bookstore owner? You know, I'm right here. Let me grow a mustache. I'll look exactly like Ron Jeremy. But to finish that, I do think the Hawkman on The Sopranos or Sons of Anarchy, both shows, you would have been great as anything, but I would have placed you. And I always, I, I place you this way. Cause I do think the darker, more fun, weird things are cooler for cameos. You know what I mean? I would yeah. have you play a dude that works at a porno shop that one of the, a daughter of one of the sons of anarchy or a daughter of one of these mafia people is missing strung out on drugs somewhere, but she does porn. So they, <laughs> they go to talk to you because you are the biggest porn distributor in, in, in the area. And well, yeah, I mean, that, you, that she is was, true. she was last seen doing a signing at one of your stores <laughs> And there's, there's there's cell phone footage of you becoming very handsy with her. And Me? I'm a perfect gentleman. I would never do anything. And bringing her into the bathroom to feed her lines of cocaine, cocaine. You know what I mean? Not the heroin cocaine. The cocaine mm-hmm. cocaine. Alex only takes the heroin cocaine out for the real party. And no one's invited to that. That's a solo party. Yeah. He's very, he's very, uh, when it comes to cocaine... Alexander Hawk might be one of the most selfish people I've ever met in my life. Oh yeah, yeah. I just buried my head in in the mound of cocaine. I, I I'm like Jack Black in Tropic Thunder, man. We call him a cocoa bird, like a dodo bird. Instead of burying his head in the sand, he buries it in cocaine. So that's enough pleasure for everybody, I think. I know I can't stand any more pleasure. Oh. So, with that being said, we uh, we hope everybody out there is having good times. We're going to start up these little small segments, we think. Maybe a bonus episode, maybe a regular episode. Uh, you guys will know before we know, because we're kind of up in the air for it, but you're going to know as soon as you click. Ain't that a weird world, how that works? Shit. Well, we hope all y'all have a good one out there, and we'll catch y'all on the next episode of The Boombastic. Cast. Bombastic. Cast. Mm-hmm.